Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wednesday, August 12th, and this is the Lori and Julia show on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Amy. Okay, we have to tell people that John yep. Waters, the legendary John Waters, yes, hairspray fame and the director. The director. I'm just he's a hilarious, wonderful, amazing guy, and he's written like his sixth book, and he's gonna be on at 3 30. I so, know. Super excited and kind of nervous. Because he is legend. He is legend. And they sent one book and you got it. So you're going to be in charge, which I feel really good about. I love (laughs) uh, The Tarnished Wisdom of a Filth Elder, which is the name of his book, Mr. Know-It-All. It's very, very funny. And then um, I get a text. Last night, Bragger. First of all, Bragger, because I still am without a phone, but yes. Um, Yeah, so I get a text um, from... Um, my dad's wife, and um, she says, uh, your dad in the RV made the New York Times today, and the zipper is in Sturgis. He left a week ago Wednesday, and he goes to Sturgis. You know, well, we were there 20 years ago today, Julia. Was it? On Wednesday. On? that We were there for, I was there for 10 days, you were there for five, selling our body person. Very memorable days, like Very. nothing I'd ever experienced before no. in my life. No, and, and I remember you looked at me like I was crazy when I said we we're going to do our market research for the nipples in Sturgis because mm-hmm. I maintained that every walk of life walks, get bikes through Sturgis and it'll be market research, the ultimate focus group. It really was. It kind it of really was. Yeah. And, and so my dad, you know, he makes his RV campground reservation, you know, every year. And he really wanted me to go with him this year. And Casey informed me I'd be quarantining in a hotel uh, for two weeks after I got home, if I even thought about going. Absolutely. And your dad wears a mask and everything. Well, my dad doesn't go to bars. Okay. And he... Because there's a lot of that going out. There are guilt pictures, things yes, that are going and on. And he doesn't go to the campgrounds at night for, like, the buffalo chip and the full throttle. He does all of I his love acti- it. And everyone should know what those are. Well, the full throttle saloon and the buffalo chip campground are the two, two of the bigger places that have music and stuff and... Uh, Anyway, but my dad doesn't do that. Maybe when he's not with his wife and he was on a guy's trip, he mm-hmm. would do that. But he's a daytime rider and his wife does make him wear a mask when they get off the bikes and they're milling around with all the bikers. Because that's what you do. You ride, then you stop somewhere like Spearfish Can. So beautiful, so that beautiful. area. And then everyone gets off and just mills around, talks right. and, and then gets back on the bike and ride, 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 ride. You know, so... Anyway, so he was going and 
his wife's like, I, he, I'm going to make him wear a mask when we're off the mm-hmm. bike. So I just like, I'm like, Dad, don't go to bars. Don't go to town and don't go to bars. That right. was my advice. So he's like, well, I got to, I want to make the Rapid City Journal. It's the 80th anniversary of Sturgis. Because the, you know who was on the cover of it? You know, I was. That's right. So 20 years been, ago today. He's been trying to. I wish I would have known that. I should have found that picture. I know. So he's like, I want to be in the front page of the Rapid City Journal because it's the 80th anniversary. And, you know, I'm almost 80. And I'm like, Dad. Actually, last summer, he thought he was going to be 80 for the Sturgis thing. And I'm like, okay, that's going to be difficult because you're 77. <laughs> and so. But I collect, you know, you can remember yourself at any age any you want. Age. I, usually you don't project forward. Anyway, so he, you know, he's got the road warrior that he. The, the fifth RV, wheel. The fifth wheeler that he hauls the bikes. And, and Mary's with him. Yes. And my dad in the RV. I've not been able to find it yet on the New York Times, but he was. Giddy. So what is the picture of? Is it just a picture of him and his RV? Yeah, probably with the accompanying story about are all these Sturgis people going to come back and spread it to the rest of us? And there's your dad front and center. Hello! Hey! I'm going to be on the cover! I know, I know. So I just just thought, oh I wish we could find it. I know, and I have, uh, you know, a subscription. I know you do. I can't remember the passcode. Ever. No, I really can't. It's kind of bad. But um, anyway, I, uh, That's I, I, funny, I'm Lauren. happy for my dad. that. He, How did he find it? He just said, I'm... I believe someone saw it. Okay. That maybe I has Wi-Fi it... at their campground. Okay. Because it's sketchy out there, if you remember even... Oh, Lori, don't pointing, remember. We did have our little flip phones. <laughs> well, everybody did 20 years ago. We had our little mm-hmm. flip phones, and that's how if we needed Casey to get us more rum, because we stayed at a campground like a mile from town. You still have flip phones. No. You don't have flip <laughs> I phones don't anymore, have a phone. Amy. You're yeah. real close. You're yeah. real close. But uh, anyway, we'd be like, Casey. And the song of the summer was Smooth, smooth by uh, Santana. And, and Rob Thomas. Mm-hmm. Go get us some Malibu rum. No. It's going to be a long night. No, Captain no, Morgan. It was Captain Morgan. Mm-hmm. And, and Coke. And we'd sit at our booth that sat at the top of it. Nipples. Nipples, the number four sale. sale. Right outside of the... Imagine uh, the attention right, that we got. Right wow. outside of the uh, oh, laundromat. I got to find... And, the, you know, before we went, I had all these beautiful signs made. Don't be afraid to stand out with a beautiful silhouette of a woman's breast with a perky nipple on it. No, it looked like a Massengill, uh, an old douche <laughs> they <were lovely>. commercial. <laughs> And the lines, but we had our T-shirts, don't be afraid to stand out. They were so fun. And then literally no no one knew what we were selling. And so Casey and I went to. No, uh, it was the sunglass guy across the street came over and said, what are you girls selling over here? And we said nipples. He goes, why doesn't your sign say nipples for sale? It was a crazy. You wow. lasted a long time. No, I did Amy, 10 you days. Have no he idea. was a marketing genius. He was you have a marketing. no idea. At the end of the 10 days, because. You know, your brother-in-law and Casey and I were yeah. there for the whole time. Yep. We had to go to the little uh, thing in Sturgis where all the vendors go to say how much they sold. And right. of course, everybody lies like crazy. Right. Because you got to pay your taxes we, we, on the spot. <laughs> 20 million. Here's, yeah, right. who, here's who came to our booth. Anthony Roberts. Dan Robbins. Robbins. Dan Gladden. Um, who else famous did we see? We saw some other person. Oh, Julia, we met porn stars to appellate court judges and everything in between. 
And the, and the costuming is something else. Something else. All right, listen, we got to go. It's time for a story we can't get enough of. All right. Yeah. Okay. Can we just talk? Can we just talk? Can we just talk? Oh, man. I saw this last night and I just went, um, oh, I felt so bad. Trini Lopez Who? passed away yesterday. And Trini Lopez, if you don't know him, you. Probably, if you've ever seen the movie The Dirty Dozen, you saw him um, in that. And that was a movie that Casey and I watched, like, the beginning of the lockdown. We were kind of watching. I know you did. Because you can yeah. some classics. And Trini Lopez is in The Dirty Dozen. Uh, but he uh, is really kind of a cool guy. There's going to be a documentary that's coming out about him uh, that just finished. He was 85. The COVID got him. And he is um, known for two songs. Well, his song, If I Had a Hammer. I think Not he came hammer out. in the moon. But, but he didn't do it like the Mary. They, they, no. Should we find their version? Yeah, we'll play. I think we okay. have it here. Let's see if we got it. Maybe not. All right. I'd hammer in the yeah, they evening. Do. No, you're singing it wrong. You're not know, singing it I know, but like I'm Trini. just trying to fill the space. Oh, there it is. This was the first one to go, you know, before Peter Paul. Okay, so you know that song. Maybe you recognize that version because it's the upbeat one. And he also did this song called The Lemon Tree. So he, um, like I said, this documentary just uh, wrapped up about him and he crossed over into acting. First he was in music and he was in the Dirty Dozen and then he was like on Adam 12 and he did some other stuff. But he also became a designer of guitars that became a favorite of like Dave Grohl and what's his name from Oasis, these line of uh, Gibson guitars. But Buddy Holly saw Trini Lopez at a small nightclub in Wichita Falls, Texas. And introduced him. <laughs> That's a new town. I know, but Buddy Holly was doing that circuit, yeah, you know, of yeah. uh, going around. That's how you did it back then. And and uh, he introduced him to his record producer. And six months later, Buddy Holly dies in the plane crash, and Trini Lopez replaced him as lead singer of the Crickets. Oh wow! Okay. And then he moved to Southern California, and he got a gig at this place called PJ's Nightclub in West Hollywood. And Frank Sinatra saw him performing there and offered him on the spot a contract with his uh, new record label, Reprise. And that's where Lopez got his first hit, If I Had a Hammer. Was, the year was 1963, and it was number one. In 40 in, countries. Yep. And they became good friends, Frank and Trini. They ran in the same circles. I love that and, name, Trini. That'd be such a cute name And he was girl. under great pressure to change his name, because Richie Valens, you know, La Bamba, yeah. he changed his name, and Trini Lopez was like, no, I'm Mexican-American, I'm keeping that name. And um, so he ran around... Um, 
with and with Frank and stuff, but he got a Grammy nomination for Best New Artist in '63, and by early 1964, because of that, if I had a hammer, he right. was so in demand that he and the Beatles were the co-headliners at an 18-day engagement in Paris. Wow. And it was just before the Beatles came to the U.S. to appear on the Ed Sullivan Show. And then that upended the careers of Trini Lopez and everybody else that was sort of in that crooner things. And the French newspapers would say, Bravo, Trini Lopez, who are these Beatles? Funny. Yeah. So, um, Bravo. Anyway, and... uh, so he always uh, just he just has an interesting life. The, yeah, and the cool um, story. He the movie's going to be My Name Is Lopez, mm-hmm. and it's um, coming out in twenty twenty one. Yeah, he's, yeah, very cool. He's just uh, I just love that name so much, and this this has led me to be allowed to go and read the Palm Springs Life Journal. Yes, which we like our Beverly Hills Courier. Yes. And we like our little local newspapers in different towns. They're so much fun. I'm into it. Yeah. I'm into it. Yeah. All right. Anywho. Anyway, I just looked at them and I was just like, oh, Trini, I just watched you in the Dirty Dozen. That movie holds up. Anyway, and he was like, John Bream tweeted something about him. It was quite something at the time that he refused to change his name. Yeah. And make it, uh, you know. The angle file or, you know, so that we don't want people knowing you're, you know, Mexican. Oh, oh, please. And he right. just refused. He's right. like, I'm a Lopez. Right. So, anyway, so Trini Lopez, uh, rest in peace. The New York Daily News, rest in peace. The New York Times is reporting that the New York Daily News is done. So they've closed the newsroom downtown. They didn't even acknowledge on their Front page, and the paper was sold to Tribune Publishing. Remember, that was the dumb company that changed their name to Tronk when they went public. <laughs> Tronk, that was the dumbest name ever. Hey, guys, guys uh, John Waters people are calling right now. Oh, oh, they are? Well, let's talk to John okay. Waters. You were whispering in my I, ears. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't talking about. And I was praying you weren't saying John Waters is not doing no, our show right, today. Let's put him on right now. Right, we're just going to go to the call right now. I'm going to place you in. All right. John Waters. Hello. John, this is Lori and Julia from Minneapolis-St. Paul, and we are so excited to uh, talk to you. We're just kind of all for clumped, you know what I mean? Good. Thank you. <laughs> Good. Okay, so, John, you're, like, we're reading Mr. Nordahl, The Tarnished Wisdom of a Filth Elder, and damn it, you are a funny storyteller and, of course, a legendary filmmaker. So thanks for being with oh, us. Oh, thank you. Can you? Thank you. So this latest book is a collection of different essays? Kind of. It's more like a memoir part because I I wrote an... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. In an earlier book, I did shot video about the making of my early films, and it went up to polyester. So this is from then on, my Hollywood years, and how I negotiated through it and started in the gutter and ended back up in the gutter. I, and how it all was a happy experience. And, well, we and did, then I have in essays about things I love, like insane foodie restaurants and, and uh, my brutalist dream house and how to fall in love and even how to beat death itself. So I think it's an all-purpose wow. self-help book for all crazy people that want to triumph. I, know, I like that. I know you're. I really. The book is just. I had never read any of your books. Of course, we've seen your movies, and I would. I have to just say, from, you know, my brother wanted. He's like, does does John Waters know how important you were to people like young gay kids? Like the summer between uh, junior and freshman year, he and his other friend Tom, who neither one of them had said out loud they were gay, but they were seventeen. They, watching right. Hairspray made them realize there was a world for them outside of tiny little Spanaway, Washington. Oh, good. I thought you were going to say it made them think they weren't gay. They like fat girls. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, he's That's just even like, better. He was just like that. He said, and then we watched Pink Flamingos, and then we were traumatized, mm-hmm. and it all came. And then they yeah, went back to the call the police. Right. <laughs> right. Well, the thing about Pink Flamingos, that's a, really the flattering thing to me, is that each generation has discovered my films again. And Pink Flamingos doesn't get nicer. It still works, no matter what you think of it. <laughs> it really does. And Hairspray, you know, when I, I people, if you've never seen the 1988, you know, the first one, the original John Waters, yeah. I mean, Sonny Bono, Ricky Lake, Divine, mm-hmm. Blondie, you're casting you've you've always one of the things that i think is interesting about how you cast quirky or interesting people that would be maybe quote unquote outside of mainstream and make them be stars well at the same time i cast johnny depp at the height of his teen idol career i had melanie griffith johnny knoxville tracy ullman i had and then at the same time, I always put them with like Mink Stoll and people that were that were part of my team that, that my audience grew mm-hmm. up with. So I like to mix and match. Match, I think yeah. The cra- craziest one was Crybaby, where I had everybody with Joey Heatherton, Joe D'Alessandro, Patricia Hearst. I mean, so that one, when the cast would run in a restaurant, come in a restaurant together, usually people would ask for autographs. They would run from us here because <laughs> they were so horrified. Is that true, John, that um, Johnny? Dap, like, because he was right in 21 Jump Street, so it was like when he, you know, I mean, screaming girls. Like Justin Bieber, man. Okay. The girls were trying to buy the sewage from his trailer when we were making the movie. Um, were, did his people not want him to do Crybaby? Nope. They didn't not want him. They want, in a weird way, they wanted him to do it, I think, because A, he got a million dollars, which for them was unbelievable, and he said to me, I, you got me a million dollars. How could that possibly be? <laughs> wow. Secondly, it made him be take seriously in a way because he took a risk to make this movie with me, which was the opposite of a safe move for a teen mm-hmm. idol. And afterwards, Tim Burton, while we were making it, came in and watched the dailies and put him in Edward Scissorhand, and that, that changed his whole career. He went on to not be a teen idol. And that's how he did it, by making fun of being one in Crybaby. Yeah, and then you tell a great story in your book about, you know, 
you, uh, Brad Pitt was almost in Crybaby, except for your good sense. Well, no, he came to millions of people right for the part, and Brad Pitt had, I think, just gotten to Hollywood. He was not known at all. At all, okay. I I don't think he had even made the Thumb and Louise or anything. So he just walked in, and we all thought, oh, my God, who is that? You know, this person's going to be a huge star. But he couldn't play Johnny Depp's sidekick. It just didn't, you know, you need somebody kind of quirkier looking. And Darren Burroughs got the part, and he was right. But I'm probably the only person that turned down Brad Pitt, you know. And he didn't care. He went on to have an amazing career. And the few times I've seen him, it, it was a fluke that came out to be pretty funny, I think. It lasted longer than I ever imagined. Yeah, yeah, it really did. And I also, you know, when we were reading the book, uh, I really appreciated the chapter that you did on Andy Warhol. Thank you, because I'm tired of seeing Andy be painted as a villain these days, any of these people. So I just wanted to kind of stick up for him. Right, right. Yeah, no, it was, it was, I, I like that, you know, and just because I, I didn't really know that much, like maybe about some of the movies, I think maybe more the art, like right. we know. So I, I appreciated that you're like flipping uh, the view on that one. And also, um, yeah, I had a lot about his movies because I think they're incredibly important. And people have heard about him. Oh, yeah, he made a movie of somebody sleeping for 10 hours. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's kind of a really radical idea. It's called moving pictures, <laughs> and he made them not move. That's pretty radical. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And then um, uh, the other thing I I, I got a, just a kick out of was... Um, your uh, story about just kind of how music is so important to you and you're just remembering oh, some yeah. of the music great... music has been, <sighs> you know, every genre. I listen to Outlaw Country in the car. I play rap music that my assistants tell me about. You have to have youth spies because I wouldn't know them. Um, I like teen novelty songs. Mm-hmm. I like the Chipmunks. I like <laughs> Justin Bieber. I like uh, crazy answer records. I like... Bobby Boris Pickett. I, there's all kinds of music. I yeah. like opera. I love opera. Well, we I love you. About it, we I like it. We thank love you, John Waters, and thank you for taking time and talking to us today, Mr. Nordahl. Right, thank you all. The tarnished wisdom Bye. of a filth elder. All right, listen, we'll be right back. It's Laurie and Julia here for First Equity Mortgage. And oh my gosh. All right, people. We say the same thing every day because it's like such such good news. Why you to listen to us when it comes to your money? I got my mortgage and, you know, statement in the mail today. I was on a walk with a neighbor and I'm like, let's just look at my percentage. It is so low. It is so nice to be paying such a low interest rate. And I worked with David on this, like, probably three or four years ago and so it's just been really great the interest rates are historically low right now refinancing makes so much sense um don't leave money on the table home values are more than they are more than they are like even if you looked uh, a couple years ago first equity go to mytalk1071.com keyword david send an email Get the process going. Well, shoot, all the people who are tuning in right now to hear John Waters, you're going to have to back it up because uh, we had a, just this mixed signals or otherwise known as writing it down wrong on our part.
Julia and I. These things happen. Yeah, these yeah. things happen. But then when John Waters people called, I was like, oh, the girls will not live through the rest of this day no. if we pass this up. Oh my no. gosh, no. no. So we he, rushed John Waters to you. Yes, I'm Thank so you. glad that you did. And I heard him this morning. He was on Andy Cohen's show. And I remember thinking, I hope he doesn't swear on our show because he... He's been doing evenings with John Waters way before any of these other mm-hmm. people started doing these one-person shows, you know, Carrie Fisher, uh, any right. of them. He's been doing them for a long time. He's an interesting guy, but he's um, he's a frequent and quite a melodic cursor. And uh, I kept thinking, gee, I hope, I wa- I hope, he said I hope it. someone reminds him that this isn't a satellite radio <laughs> You know, we station. almost should do it every time because I think I was just talking to Grant, who's... We've got a whole new crew this week mm-hmm. on the Lori and Julia show. <laughs> yeah. Grant, you can say hi. You, you're hi, a Grant. person. You can talk. Hi, everybody. Hi, Grant. Hi. So, and you're a ginger. I am. He, oh, and he's a yeah. sweet, sweet guy. So Grant's helping us out here while Holly is taking some time. But we, I, I was just telling Grant, and you guys would know best, that these Hollywood types, they don't have the same rules. No, they they don't. don't think about it. And we've had this happen more than once. Because, pe- because of the proliferation of podcasts. And, and yeah, I think it was before podcasts. I think they just in a in a movie studio, unless you're rolling, you can say whatever you want, right? You know, yeah. they just don't recognize that the, it's radio. We've had more high level swearing ish level swearing from Hollywood types than anybody. Well, else. well Gloria it, Steinem said the S word not twice. once but twice in mm-hmm. twenty minutes. We were so honored. That's right. <laughs> well, do you remember when we used to carry the Gail King show? Yes. Yes. Um, I'm trying to remember who she had on, but it was a it was a Hollywood celebrity who said the F word. On our air. Well, well, I remember very, very, vaguely. very, very, very early on, I mm-hmm. might have used that word, but I... Not once, but you said it twice. Mm-hmm. Because you said it once, and then when we said kerfuffle... Mm-hmm. I said that wrong. You gave a new meaning. and <laughs> that, was a, that was a put <laughs> in the CK, and it's actually a really a great word. Oh, it's such a sweet word, and you ruined it. I, I did. Right, right. I did. But John Waters, one of the things that... I mean, he did so many cool movies. He's so cool. He's, like, so cool. That was not enough time, but it was great. Yeah, I mean, Hairspray and Divine, Crybaby. Well, Well, Divine was in... uh, He put Divine in Hairspray, but Divine had been in Pink Flamingos Mm -hmm. and other movies. But Crybaby was a huge... Bomb at the box office, right. and they paid out. Johnny Depp a million dollars, which is what he just said. Yeah, and Johnny Depp met Winona Ryder when he was filming this movie. The photos that we kept seeing during the Johnny Depp trial were of Johnny and Winona when they would say show pictures, and that was at the premiere of Crybaby. Okay, nineteen ninety, and he talked Johnny Depp out of marrying Winona Ryder. <gasps> Because Johnny Depp was like 26 and Winona was 18. He said, and I talked Johnny out of marrying her and her parents thanked me. Oh, really? So that was a little little thing in there. And of course, then a lot of, you know, he writes every line of, of his movies. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, and he's very, you know, like dirty and juvenile well, and everything else. Here's what a quote from him his was. I was drawn to the forbidden subject matters from the very beginning. Oh, yeah. Well, he also says, I, I was born with a screw loose and there's mm-hmm. a lot of us out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he couldn't, he just wanted to be in little Richard's body. He wanted, he fell in love with and he stole a, a record, a little yeah. Richard album when he was 12. And he just wanted to 
be in his body and have that voice, that yeah. music and that movement come out of him. And he was so jealous of that. And a lot of people, including my brother, they use many of his lines, including my own personal little oven, has become a pickup line over the years because he's known for such a funny turn of phrase. Joke. All right. <laughs> You know, but you like the book. And oh, what's the, the name of the book for the people book who are Mr. listening? Mr. Know-It-All. Mr. Know-It-All, The Tarnished Wisdom of a Filth Elder. And he just has an outrageous imagination. Yeah. He's really, really funny. Um, John Waters, if you're just joining us. Yeah. And he like the first chapter is just like people, there's nothing wrong with you if you're just, you're like a lunatic fringe. You have a screw loose. You, I mean, he's very much... Um, it's okay. Uh, it's okay just, to be odd. But this is like his sixth or seventh uh, uh, book. My brother's read all of them. And mm-hmm. this book got nominated for a Grammy for Best Spoken Word Book because he reads it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and he told Andy he did make a ton of money from Hairspray. Oh, when they remade it too? And because it's yeah. never, it's continuously been on Broadway since right. it was adapted into a, a good until the COVID. Movie. Yeah. And it is a great musical on beyond. stage beyond right so there with um jersey boys mm-hmm. side by side as far as the music but if you've never seen the original hairspray the 1988 version and you've only seen the john travolta i don't know if i've ever seen the Ricky original lake one. is in it uh, ben stiller's dad jerry stiller's in it yes he plays the her dad divine is the mom mrs turnblad sonny bono Blondie, mm-hmm. Ruth Brown is you know the big the lady at the record shop. Jeez, it, I, it's really really hilarious. Mm-hmm. And you know what? John Waters said the best thing to come out of the Hairspray the musical that's is on Broadway. Not only money, the money, mm-hmm. but he discovered Jackie Hoffman, who she was the maid in Feud. Um, she's kind of got a rubbery face and she's the one who's got the great drag name, Consuelo Consuelo. (laughs) Jackie Hoffman Uh is very fun to follow on Twitter. Yeah. She's, um, got a funny, but he said, I, I love this discovering Jackie Hoffman. I love that. Yeah. So anyway. All right. So that was exciting. That was a fun half hour. All right. Okay. Here's something, um, you know, ah. Why do people clutch their pearls and their diapers about songs is what I would like to know. So Cardi B and um, Cardi B song uh, WAP, which dropped last Thursday. And I don't know if we're calling it WAP or W-A-P, but there's no periods between the letters. So I just call it WAP. Sure. The kids might be calling it W-A-P because it does stand for something. Wet apple pie. Is what I'll say. It's not on the radio yet. No, 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 it won't be. No, this is a YouTube video. Well, it is. I mean, they would have to. I don't know who's playing it. I YouTube. Mean, I swear, no, 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 Julia. I think that so there might be hip hop stations or oh, something you, that are playing it. Okay. Yeah, you you're not a uh, you're not in programming for that. Thing. Okay. And, I mean, are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty that, sure. I, they haven't got that because they yet. changed it to wet and gushy. Oh, right. Okay, is what they changed it to. So, so non- I don't know who plays, you know, Cardi B. I don't know what stations with all the, you know, regulation or you yeah. Know, it seems so piecemeal how radio is done now, music wise. Okay, I don't even know where to go. But finish your thing about the 
Julia, I'm saying that you play this music. We play yeah. this music. So I don't know who plays uh, hip-hop in this market. I have no idea. So anyway, but people have been clutching their pearls and grabbing their diapers over this song because of the lyrics. Very super suggestive. CeeLo Green decides to talk to some magazine. Now, CeeLo Green, who's been accused of rape and yep. actually had to apologize in yep. a, for Twitter. He got booted off The Voice. He had to apologize because one time on Twitter, he defended having sex with girls who are passed out because in his mind... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Just because he's, you're... He kind of... He, he's so a problem. Di- I'm so disappointed in him. I loved his music. Yeah. And then he... Yeah. So he went on and on about these ladies, you know, how they're how terrible they are and all this other stuff. And guess who's come? He's since apologized. Yes, he has. But guess who's coming to the defense of the song? Doctors. Because doctors know that WAP makes for better sex. Okay. For everybody. So they're just talking about lubes. Dr. Mm -hmm. Daniel Grossman. Well, for people who are naturally, you know, (laughs) slippery when wet. As that song goes, <laughs> in my medical opinion, mm-hmm. Dr. Daniel Grossman at the University of California, he said it is important for women to have WAP, this doctor mm-hmm. says. I don't know why people are shaming anybody about this song. It is a common experience and we should not shame women who have it. Another doctor, Julia, at Northwestern Medicine Center. <laughs> I'm having a hard time because we have this new person sitting over there that's never been on our show. Can you just explain really quickly I, what is it? No, you well, can't. Yeah, you it's, can't. No, it's a lubricated vagina. Okay, no, yeah. okay, that's more than yeah. we needed. Well, I was just trying to. I was just. Trying I called to it give wet you. apple pie. You know, trying to get the American pie thinking going on. <laughs> Anyway, I'm just like, oh gosh. Okay, we're out of time. Uh huh. It's a good and healthy thing, is the deal. It means your body's responding the way it's, it's supposed true. to, and this is what that song. We we do not need to be mansplained by it to anybody about that. This is a bad thing. Excellent, this is a good thing. Well said, honey. All right, jeez, Louise, this has just been. Well, how would we call this first forty five? I have no. Um, I, it, <laughs> I, I, hopefully not our tryout. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> All right, gang, here we are. Let's see how our edition goes for the next fifteen. Minutes I know. I love so. Julia. If that song is played on YouTube, Lori, and I'm like, uh, no, it's played on the radio. <laughs> I was talking about the video. You know what? We videos. should just be transparent. We have so many people Thank you. that are out right Thank now. Thank you. Oh um, we're not going to get into that, but we're just going to say that we are in a situation where, as people may or may not know, I have never run a board since I've been here. I'm the boss of Lori and Julia yeah. and everybody here. I learned it in about 20 minutes yesterday, which is not Gregor. anywhere near enough. Gregor, <laughs> well, right? I didn't do that. I didn't do that great. But then and now, sweet, darling, adorable Grant 
is here helping us and Grant's having to learn it on the fly. So the show, the beginning of the show didn't go exactly as we wanted. Oh, I <laughs> um, loved it. It reminded me of the early days. Early days. Of, right, exactly. Except but Donnie you know what? We're all better. Was doing at yeah, board. Exactly. So we're all, well, we're all better. I didn't mean exactly about that, Donnie, if you just heard yeah. that. No, he, he yeah. knows but, that. But, you know, we're all, we've got it all square now. We're all good to go, but we just understand that we are, we've got a lot of people volunteering to get my talk through this tough period. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. It's, I mean, but it's not just us. I mean, this is what everyone is living with with right now. We are not different. Yeah. You know, we're just dealing with the same difficulties and ours are less. We're working. Yeah. You know, there are people that are not working. Right, right. So, you know, all of our pain is relative, but um, I would say running a radio show is probably not at the top, top of the pain chart. Probably not. <laughs> it was just funny. Yeah, uh, I know, Julie. It's so funny because Lori's always like, "I can't." Eh, wow, well, we'll figure it out. I know. And Julia's like, oh, "I can't see anything. You, know, you can't even focus on it. You're I can't like, see anything." And Lori's like, "There's stuff going on over there," and I'm like, "What? I can't." It's it just doesn't weird. matter if you can see. I'm watching them over there pushing buttons and doing things. And what do I do? What do I care? You know, Grant. I, I love it. You guys are like it's funny. While well, I'm sweating over here, just oh, like, I'm sure you are. I'm sure you are. <laughs> But I've got I've got confidence from Amy that and like you got the ship is gonna go straight forward from this point forward. It doesn't have any other choice. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for your positivity, Julie. Oh, I know. And she's like she's over here smiling. Yeah, I do. Oh, I don't know about this. (laughs) You know what? It is what it is. It's a moment in time. We'll get through it. I know. Isn't that so let's just pretend all of that's gone. Yes, you have. You have done tens of thousands. Let's move on and Actually, have a good time. Ten, when Donnie did the math, when he came, it was like four thousand something. Oh, really? Yeah, no, wow. fifty four hundred or something. It's because of all like your that. vacation. It's, well, <laughs> no, because he didn't factor no, in vacation. I wish I had a computer enough. or a, I, I know. I'm going to figure out again because no, you're not. Because yeah. that's math. Don't make idle so, threats no, that you don't. Well, I don't have, have anything. To, to that's figure crazy. Out. You don't talk, have a Julia. phone or or a calculator. I you don't calculator anymore. At home, I do. Okay. But it's the weirdest feeling because just from uh, so many different circumstances to not have a phone, how dependent we are. Because even when you're emailing to get the new phone and everything, they're having, you need to call us. I'm like, how? Right. Um, you know, no one works in offices anymore. Your home phone is, for most people these days, it's a cell phone. So I'm like, how do I call anybody? It's a weird... This is why you might want to consider just keeping your old landline, which just costs nothing because it's bundled into your cable, and then you just have it in case your power goes out or you don't have a phone. Right. And you're not completely hamstrung. It's just weird. It's a weird feeling. It it costs nothing to keep your landline. No, it does now, Lori. Well, I mean, it's bundled in. So Mm -hmm. I unbundled it and saved money. Okay, but how are you glad you did that? Because now you've been without a phone. She unbundled it. Not since Monday morning. I haven't been happy. To say, you know, I mean, yeah. Julia, get a princess phone, plug it back in the wall. I know, right? Back in time, twirl your hair, talk to your girlfriends. That'd be lovely. Okay, so the guy who coined the famous phrase uh, when it comes to television, content is king, of course, couldn't be more right than he is right now because king of content is Netflix. Uh, Basically, the top 10 streaming shows, nine out of 10 of them were all Netflix original. Only one wasn't shameless last week. Mm -hmm. But Sumner Redstone um, passed away, billionaire media mogul at 97 and he was in his day a business 
juggernaut and one of the richest men in the world. He had a family that controlled CBS and Viacom. I mm-hmm. guess they still do. Um, but then he, he went into Paramount Pictures and and then and he he was a very very interesting man when it came to his love life. Yes, he was. Uh, but he's been like for the last ten years, basically. Um, in a hospital bed at home with at, with at, a bunch of young no not no, no not nurses he mm-hmm. got rid of the sherry his daughter who took over Viacom got rid of those uh ladies like 10 years ago but he's like i don't know just not been himself so his family is probably relieved that he's passed away because um he's just been going downhill for 10 years but he really was very dynamic and it was like 30 years ago or that he said content is king and whoever has content will be king in this business. That is so, you are totally right, yeah. Lori. That is so ahead of its time. It very much because was. Because back in the day, if you can just tell by going in back and looking at some of the shows that passed for content, you know, 40 years ago. Yeah. Um, it's and content is king and that Netflix has nine out of 10 of the top mm-hmm. Yeah, goes to show that you can spend, which they do a ton of money. Yeah. But by the way, so did Quibi. How'd that work out? Yeah, not well, that, too good. You know, it's all about content. And Redstone's dad owned a small chain of family drive-in theaters, and he, through bare-knuckle takeovers and sheer determination, he became the controlling shareholder of CBS and Viacom. That included Paramount Pictures, Showtime, Simon & Schuster, MTV, Comedy Central, and Nickelodeon. And then he added the Tiffany Network, and... That's what he was the proudest of, was that he took a bunch of drive-in theaters and made them two of the best media companies in the world. So he really was, uh, but he loved the limelight, and he had a thing oh, yes, where he, he had girlfriends and hookers, and <laughs> I mean, it was like, like... you did in old Hollywood. Yeah, and his daughter had to fight to okay, take so, over because so, the women were kind of uh, hijacking some of the money, she thought, and she was worried about the will. Well, when you talk about the Tiffany Network, mm-hmm. CBS got that moniker. I didn't know that only yeah. because of the quality of their programs. But mm-hmm. they—that's when you said the Tiffany Network. I'm like, what? That network? was the gold standard. What yeah. network Back is that? Yeah, CBS. CBS. And at one point in, in his life, he s- declared he was never going to intend to die. So mm-hmm. there. Anyway, <laughs> that, and he can't had, ever make that promise. Yeah, no, you can't. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or mac and cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, Where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars, and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel, and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.